Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Empowered Teams podcast. I'm Eric, and I'm here with... Toby. And I would like to introduce um, a good friend of mine and uh, somebody I think is going to add some real value to the conversation this morning, Stefan. And before we get into the subject, I'll let him uh, introduce himself. He just asked whether he was going to do the long version or the short version. We will have to vote short version. So. So in short version, my name is Stéphane Amarcy. Um, I was the CEO of a previous company dedicated to uh, artificial intelligence for marketing. And uh, I did a merger with another company two years ago uh, because we have to go to a, a new story with an industrial point of view. And I decided to, to leave my company because I would like to go to do something different. Um, and uh, this uh, thing different is totally dedicated to the future, to help organization to understand, to go deeper and deeper in the future without uh, fears. And um, in, I think that uh, it's a short, a short version. So that's a short. So I think that um, so Stefan is a partner of ours. Um, we're a partner of his. He does something very interesting. He takes his AI background and his awareness, because what he misses out in the short version is actually he changed the direction of his company because he did some research on the impact of AI. He changed his thinking. I mean, we basically saw that he didn't have a job in five years. Well, that, uh, sorry. He reinvented his business and he reinvented. And he takes that process of reinvention and he's turned it into a one-day workshop and some other products. Um, where we fit in with him is he, he uses a term, a French term, dépassement, which means to get out of your com comfort zone. And to get out of your comfort zone, he uses uh, sunk uh, as a way of getting teams to actually face up to, to a lack of skills uh, and an inability to deal with disruption. We try to do it very nicely uh, in doing that, but it's it's a bit of a wake up call. So, one of this the, the the sort of subject that we want to talk about today is surviving in a world of, uh, of disruption. Let's put this into some context. What we recognise now is that there is a revolution taking across the board in a number of domains. And I'm going to try and keep this short. This shouldn't be news to some people, but it needs revisiting in terms of the problematic that we're going to talk about today. And we're talking about scientific, we're talking about technical, and we're talking about digital revolutions. All right. Where are they hitting? Well, what they're actually hitting is every area of life. There isn't an area of life whether it's uh, uh, social or educational or politics or war or what, whatever area you want to talk about um, that this doesn't affect. Now, what effect does it have? Well, actually, it's speeding up everything. Everything is becoming at the speed of light and it's becoming more complex. And therefore, what, what we recognize in the way that these technologies, and I'm using the broad word technologies, are impacting uh, our world is they are significantly changing um, the functions and jobs that we ex now have and are going to experience in the next five years. Interesting, 
Stefan just did a, a one-day workshop with a French bank. And their question that they were trying to address was, what skills are we going to need to have in 10 years' time? I think Stefan was getting to try to understand more like what skills are you going to need in two years' time, never mind <laughs> ten, 10 years' time, you know? So that's the, 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 that's the kind of uh, problematic that, that we're talking about. All right, Eric, Stefan, do you want to riff on that? What, uh, do you want to say something to that incredibly profound statement that I've just made there? What an introduction. How can we follow up on that? <laughs> so what are you going to do? End the podcast now? <laughs> yeah, let's press the button. No, no, no. So, so you can see these guys are struggling for words after that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can just add uh, two comments. Um, uh, you're right when you say that um, I used my experience, my previous experience to create this uh, workshop. Uh, in uh, one day, uh, because in 2016, uh, I had a successful company and I realized that um, regarding artificial intelligence, uh, the future will be totally different. And I did uh, a specific uh, work to uh, imagine several futures. And the main point in each uh, futures that I, I imagine is that my work, the, the business of my company will disappear. Mm. I didn't know if it will be in two years, five years, ten years, but I was sure about that. Mm. And uh, regarding this, uh, this fact, I decided to be an actor of uh, the metamorphosis of the business. And I did some uh, fundraising campaign in order to develop a, a, a big uh, research and development team. And, uh, with, with an idea about the future of uh, marketing for me. And uh, it's totally different because um, when you speak about the, the impact of artificial intelligence on a job, I, I had this experience with my team. Uh, just to give an example, I had uh, 40 uh, data scientists and that they did in one week uh, in 2016, in 2019, it can be done in few minutes by an, an artificial intelligence and with better results than a human. Mm. Yeah. It means that uh, the, 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 the job of data scientists in my team, of course, had totally changed. Yeah. And um, it's exactly the same thing for a lot, a lot of uh, jobs today uh, with uh, the new uh, level of uh, artificial intelligence. And in the future, month after month, years after years, this impact will be bigger and bigger. Mm. Yeah. And, is it, sorry, Eric, go on. No, go. Well, no, no. I, I, I was just going to say, I think that it's, this is something that, you know, um, it, people are starting to realize this and they're starting to understand the impact that uh, artificial intelligence and, you know, in general, all forms of large language models and the different shapes that they're taking are, we're, we're at the precipice of some sort of a massive change that's going to be possibly to a similar scale than what we saw with like the arrival of the internet or, you know, the arrival of automation and robotics on factory floors and, and, and that sort of stuff. It's, it's something that's going to shift the jobs in lots of fields from being in pure production where you are 
the only way to get something done to being jobs of managing something and monitoring and sort of guiding a tool that can do it better than you could and faster than you could, right? And, and it's very, uh, just a point. Um, uh, I just yeah. want to add a point. Here, yeah. you consider that um, human at the end have the power because uh, you say that he, uh, human has to manage uh, a tool. For yeah. me, this time is finished. Yeah. Yes, this time, this time is finished because now uh, with a lot of different systems and the system that, uh, that I, uh, I created, the human doesn't manage the system. The system is um, autonomous. Um, and um, the human has to, 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 to focus on new tasks. And um, this new task is uh, really better for human for me because if you can automatize something, it, there is no value for a human. But it's um, really difficult for someone to change. For example, imagine that uh, I just come to see you and say, Eric, uh, I'm, uh, good news, uh, I can automatize 80% of your job. It's not really good news for you. Yeah. Because it means that you have to change a lot and you can be afraid about that. Yeah. And the main, main point regarding this uh, potential change in the future is not to, to wait to wait the changement. We have to, to, to manage the changement. We have to be focused on the potential futures that we can reach. In, in, and my mojo, for example, is, is uh, it's better to deal with change before it deals with you. And it's exactly that I try to, 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 to provide in the different experiences that are, I propose. So okay. if, we, if, if, we, if we look at, we sort of like turning capsule what we're saying you know, if I was putting into sank language, is that the majority of the jobs that are out there that are hard skills, expert type skills, and then we, you know, we're saying Eric's job, but, but legal jobs, uh, we're talking marketing jobs, we're talking quite a lot of scientific uh, jobs, um, uh, where, because Somehow there seems to have been this view that AI is only going to affect the service industry you know, and, and police. What nobody's woken up to the fact, really, is that the majority of board-level members won't be required either in a, in a corporate organization for the skill sets that they bring. You know, it's like, you know, you're going to see AI robots sitting there and one person is the CEO going, hey, guys, what are you going to tell me to do now? <laughs> yeah, yes, I know I'm, exactly. I'm being crass, but it's kind of they haven't woken up to that. I mean, when we work with accountants now, you get an app. Yeah. Ten years ago, you didn't get an app. You got somebody yeah. going through all them seats. Now you just give it to the app. You choose an account. Now it's your best app. Which one's the best app? And who's had traffic controlling all the accounts? So I think there's something that says there's both a threat and a big change. That's disruption. But and, and you can you can start crying and you can go to bed and pull the sheets over your head. Yeah. Or you can say, this is an opportunity. What are the new skills that we're gonna need? Because what the corollary of the uh, of of the old skills to the new skills is in in our view is that you're moving from um, hierarchy to teams. And the essence of a team, which is soft skills, leadership, 
creativity, collaboration, communication, problem solving. These are the real skills that you're going to need that so far um, are, 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 are the skills to help direct your relationship with the new technologies. And in fact, create new technologies upon new technologies to create new solutions. Would that be the, by the right direction that we're talking about, Stefan, there? Yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, regarding the experience that you mentioned before with the doc, it's exactly the question that they have. How we can define, perhaps it's impossible, but is it possible to define the, um, the role of human in 10 years in the bank? Right. And um, it was really, really uh, good to do this exercise. But uh, one more time, if you want to, uh, to think about something like that, uh, it's really important to abandon a lot of things, a lot of beliefs, a lot of um, uh, ideas that you, you can have. Uh, because you have to, 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 to look the future with, uh, like, with, with uh, virgin eyes, with nothing. Uh, because it's one more time, and you said that, it's really, really um, uh, stressed to, to, to see that, to, 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 uh, to think about the future of the job. It's terrifying. But, uh, Yes, and it's the case also as a citizen. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. That with a citizen, you have to deal more globally. In your job, it's you. It's your job is the role that you have and the role that you have in the society. It's something really difficult. And it's almost like you're face. You're having to face the reality that everything you think you know and everything you currently are able to do might disappear. And so, you know, you have to be, you have to, to force yourself to be so flexible that you'll be able to adapt to pretty much anything because we know things are going to go, you know, they're going to shift in completely crazy ways at very, very fast speeds and that they already are in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, um, I think coming back to your experience though, um, mm -hmm. Stefan, was, and you, you know, our experience of working with clients is that they're frightened a lot of the time. And in that fear, uncertainty, and doubt, negative emotions are, are what trap them. You've got, Fear of the future, right? And you've got fear of yourself, you know, like in yes, French swimming. Fear in the sense that I'm not good enough. Fear in the sense that, that everything that I know is changing so fast and so quick that I'll never be able to fit into something new. And I think it's exacerbated, made worse by the mass media, by the press. In particular, with the scare stories from the guy from Google, who's the founder of AI, and he left and wish he hadn't left, and maybe he's going to make a movie now, to uh, Elon Musk, who's like, yeah. yeah, everybody needs to slow down, 
to give me time for my companies to catch up. Let me already slow down because uh, I'm just getting a patent uh, on yeah, my other I animations. Am late. But... I am late. Wait, wait me, I'm late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you guys slow down so I can catch up. Oh, I'm ahead, so, you know. Um, yeah. To the UK still looking at whether it brings in restrictions. And, and I, I mean, I hate to tell these people, but the horse is bolted. The horse has gone out the stable doors and it's gone. You know, and, and as much as you're going to try and bring some form of regulation in, there's always two sides, which we see now. There is a, a kosher side to the web and there's a dark side of the web. And I guarantee you on the dark side of the web, you can forget it. It's gone. You know, well, uh, yeah. And, and, and not just that, even on the, you know, the, the front side of things, um, it, I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I remember seeing a sort of a chart of um, all the sort of big disruptive um, online companies and and their sort of speed of growth. So Google took, I don't know how many years to reach, you know, the massive scale it's reached with its search engine. If you go then to like Facebook, it took, you know, half as long. Um, I think Instagram took half again as long and, and, you know, TikTok took half as long as that. And then, you know, Chat GPT from OpenAI took a tenth of that of that time to, to reach I don't know how many tens of millions of users. We're faced with something that's not just being adopted at a massive scale. It's a, it's being adopted at such a speed. It, it's it's too late. You can't really compete at this point without creating a new sector. Right. That 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 vertical is taken. <laughs> They've got it now. And, and yes, yes you 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 you're right. But um, my uh, uh, what what I can see in, uh, in a lot of companies is true that you have a lot of people that they are adopt, for example, or uh, GPT, mm -hmm. but just with um, a low usage, a very yeah. low usage. And uh, my opinion, my point of view is uh, they they use with a very low level. Because they are afraid. That's interesting. It's just for that. <laughs> and when we say, when we mean low usage, um, what we mean usage. is, yeah, like, you know, do my daughter's essay for me. Yeah. <laughs> or not, is the case, maybe. It doesn't, it's like we use ChatGPT now, and the fact that it's got, I mean, the fact it's got plugins now. Mm -hmm. Right, plugins and it's and it's linked via Bing, you know. So um, we use it all the time in everything that we do, and realize, you know, um, I just wrote an article about it. But there, there's, I have a colleague in Australia, and um, he put a picture up. I think it from the '60s, when teachers were protesting, right in Melbourne or Sydney or something about the use of calculators in the classroom. I think it's yes, I, yeah. I, I use this picture in my newsletter. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and it's like, dudes, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's the telephone, it's the computer, it's the mobile, at every... No, it's, it's, for me, it's not really the same thing, Toby. It's not really the same thing because um, artificial intelligence can be more than a tool. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't, what I meant, what, what, what the similarity is, is the resistance. Ah, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, not, 
not the, not the no the tool is a, the tool is a different thing altogether but the yeah. you know that um instead of understanding what's in front of you instead yeah. of being able to use your imagination about how this tool can be an asset the almost instinctive reaction of people is to is to block it because their comfort zone is so threatened you know like uh, like you were talking about fear you know i'm i'm generalizing here i'm spitballing it's 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 not specific but it's a bit like i i really liked what you talked about when um you were talking about the one day workshop and the team didn't achieve their objectives at the end no and when you were you know do you want to explain why they didn't achieve their objectives yes it was really uh, really interesting because the, the question was really clear they have the mission is to imagine the, um, the human skills that we need in the bank in 10 years. And um, I think that uh, unconsciously, they, 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 they try to answer to another question, how can the bank be successful in 10 years? And in, in this question, you have a, a, a part for it, of course, but not just the human, they also spoke about uh, um, uh, the product, about the market, about uh, the organization, but not really about humans or just to say, oh, we need to identify the place of human, the border between artificial intelligence and human. We have to be trained continuously in order to be uh, efficient uh, in the, the, new, the new task that we have to, to achieve. Uh, it's just with a, a, a continuity of the job. It's not really with um, a breakdown regarding the market and the needs that uh, they have. And at the end, in the debrief, I say to, to them, did you realize that you didn't answer to, uh, to the question? And um, they, when I asked this, this question, they realized that it's clear if you didn't answer to the question. Mm-hmm. And when I, I say why, two or three of them, really courageous, said, mm, we think that we are too afraid. Yeah. Yeah. That is, and that is courageous to yeah. yeah. Really courageous. And I explained that if you are able to say that, you are able to, to, come, to, to start to your metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's, it, it, I mean, what you're describing there was their reaction was sort of this classic uh, mindset of looking for incremental change, looking to stay in your comfort zone and sort of to keep going in the same direction and just sort of slightly adjust your course. And when, when clearly they, at the same time, they seem to be conscious that there was a need for total disruption and, and, and a big shift. So there, there's this almost cognitive dissonance in what you're describing and and the fact that they noticed it at the end was that you know that was that was them coming to realization with that dissonance i think yeah but it's really really difficult because uh, look at look at the school for example what the children or students are uh what, what type of lessons or that they, they have to do it's mm. never about the present or the future. It's always about the past. Yep. 
And we, we are, and here we are, we have a, a, a lot of, of change. And um, day after day, the number of change will, will increase. And we are teaching about the past. Yep. Okay. I know that it's really important to speak about the past because you can, uh, you can have a lot of experience uh, from the past. But you have also to speak about the future and the behavior, the type of, um, of tools that you can have, how you can manage the, the, uh, the knowledge, how you can manage the access to the knowledge, because now it's a question of access to, to the knowledge, for example. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's totally different. And um, you, you, have, um, you have a big gap uh, between uh, the society um, today, and it's not it's, it's in all countries like that. All countries are exactly the same, the same problem. And the, the, the reality of uh, the society in five or 10 years. Yeah. There is a big gap. And um, I don't know how we, we can um, uh, decrease the size of the gap. It's very difficult. I think that the, because it's not in our hands, it's the hands of the politics, it's the hands of a lot of people. And but the, the, the decider uh, don't know anything about uh, artificial intelligence, about yeah. uh, different uh, uh, technical or societal uh, breakdowns that we can, we can have in the future. Every decisors are focused. Uh, all decisors are focused on, um, on on prediction, prediction about economics, prediction about uh, offers, prediction about demands, prediction about all. But we know now that all prediction will be false. So you build strategy, you take strategic decision, and you know that your prediction will be false. Mm. It's totally amazing when you think about that. Um, and uh, I think, and I propose also that in my, in my different experience, to, to think differently. Yeah, the, the question for me is not to try to predict the future, because it's totally impossible. The question is to identify what you have to do in order to be efficient with all futures. It's totally different. And I think that, um, the, for example, regarding the, the job of uh, someone in five or 10 years, it's exactly the same thing. If you try, for example, to be the best data scientist uh, now, in five years, it's finished. Mm. Right, 10 years, five years, 10 years. If you try to be, to, to be someone with a high capability to adapt, to learn some new skills, uh, software or hard skills, it depends on, on your talents, of course. But if you are ready to, to learn and adapt yourself every time, you win. It's clear. But it means that your mindset is totally different. But I think building on what you just said, if you don't mind, I think the, you know, they even talk about adaptability quotient adaptability intelligence now and what you're saying is nothing is fixed so what you have to do is that so that when we use the word soft skills which has been rebranded power skills in the united states but that what most people fail to understand is that when we talk about soft skills 
what we're talking about is the development of skilled awareness versus unskilled awareness, right? Because our inability to adapt is what a hierarchical organization is about because only the few make a decision. The organization itself has no ability to adapt. What we're talking about here, as you move from hierarchy to teams, is the single key component is you have to be able to deal with change. And if you're going yeah. to deal with change, that means that your radar of self-awareness and self-control has to be at its highest level. What we have when we talk about education and we talk about decision makers is this is an IQ-driven establishment based on exams. Passing exams is not going to help you in this new environment. In fact, it's likely to be a big indicator you're going to fail. Yeah. That, that's something that if you look in particularly in the French system, that's catastrophic for all, for all of the schools and the businesses and the stuff that really the exam system's no good for the future. No, it's, uh, you need to rethink it, you know? And the militaries had to face this. There's hierarchical organizations and everybody getting to the top is over. You need specialized teams who can adapt to the situation. And moreover, they can utilize technology. They yeah. are friendly with technology. Um, and one of the issues that you have that you just described, for example, is in education. So the calculator example is we can't deal with this because our education is pure. Um, um, uh, we, we have colleagues and um, uh, partners who are involved in education at, at high level and, and low level. One of the things that they're trying to do is, well, how can we use chat GPT? How can we teach students to use it? not police whether they're using it. How can we make their skill sets better at using these technologies rather than, you know, police saying, you can't use this, this is bad for you, you'll never be intelligent. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's for, 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 for me, for me, for me uh, just, um, uh, just to add something, for me, uh, uh, technology is a part of a team. It's not a tool, it's a part of a team. And it's um, something really uh, interesting for the manager because uh, tomorrow the manager has to manage human and technology. And for example, if you want to give some objective to human, you have also to give some objective to the team. It means that you have also to give objective to the technology. No, but and, I really uh, like the way you say that. I really it's like a new, that. It's yeah. a, new, a new way of management, of course. And as you mentioned, I totally agree. A role, uh, for me, it's, it's finished to have a role. The question is to be able to change every day or several times per day your role regarding the, the problem that you have to solve, regarding the objective that you, you, you have to reach. Uh, but it's totally different. I, I think if we take that, there's one thing that's really interesting. If you look at the world of coaching, right? Uh, typically, one of the things you'll see is there's a pretty big focus on uh, making sure that people have uh, the soft skills that enable them to work better with other humans, right? There's those, you know, in interpersonal skills, um, uh, being able to, you know, handle your emotions and, and share um, information in better ways. We're going to have to start building the same skill set with collaborating with technology, 
That's what we're talking about, right? It's the same type of skills you have to use to collaborate with humans. You're going to have equivalents, or sometimes the exact same skills, used to collaborate with technology. As in, you know, building team structures, team strategies, like you were saying, that involve technology as a team member. So, you know. But isn't, isn't that what Sunk does, Eric? Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the things when people come to play Sunk, and I think why Stefan likes it, is their level of ignorance about just getting onto a 3D immersive simulation is shocking. Yeah. They can, we've got people that could just about use a mouse and keyboard, never mind going in a 3D environment. Yeah. You know, they're having a heart attack. And How can you be having a heart attack in the 21st century about a video game? And I mean, even once you're dealing with teams who have some level of technology, you know, literacy, uh, even post-COVID, you have people who will be, you know, on a, a meet or teams or whatever meeting, playing the game all together at a distance. They won't think about sharing their screen. They won't think about sending screenshots. They, 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 the well, tools that they should be mastering at a high level at this point after multiple years of doing this are not yeah, really you, in their you, vocabulary. Yeah, but you're right, but it's totally different for me because during the COVID, for example, if you play something, it's exactly the same thing with your, uh, your mobile. You master the usage of your mobile. It's not a question. Here we are speaking about your uh, image as a professional. It's totally different. The impact of the uh, ace of uh, everyone around you is totally different. And it, it's the point that um, for, for me, the difficulty of the change regarding uh, workers is, comes from this point, the image that your job provides to society. Could you expand on that a bit? So, uh, I just, I, for, for example, um, today, uh, is everybody is uh, okay to explain that they are using this system of a GPS or not? It's not a question. But you don't. You, you some 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 people like me uh, are able to uh, to read a map, a mountain map, for example. But now, time after time, it disappears. Okay, and um, using a GPS, it's totally normal. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have the same thing, for example, with some uh, recommendation engine regarding music, regarding uh, mm -hmm. uh, film movies, uh, regarding uh, a lot of things. But it's clearly difficult to use exactly the same tools in the job. Why? Yeah, yeah. It's the same tools. Yeah, so but it's it, difficult. That, that's I mean, there's a barrier. There's yeah. a, what we're talking about is the transfer of skills is a barrier. Like they, it's like, for example, you go home and you have more high-tech gear in your games room and with your kids than you do with your, I was going to say in French, machine à cri, uh, your, your, network, your network typewriter, mm -hmm. which is what they give yeah. you at work in, yeah. in essence. Yeah. Okay, that's, so what we're talking about is a tech, not, not just a, it's a, it's a thinking about technology gap as well, you yeah. know. Uh, uh, what, one yes. of the things that, yeah, sorry, go on. No, go on. Yeah, yeah, yes, but not, not just that, because, because for example, uh, um, I saw that in my experience, uh, not uh, now, but uh, my previous experience in my 
in my company when I decided to change all. Um, for, for, for example, for a data scientist, uh, imagine that you come, it's a star. A data scientist was a star. is always a star today. Uh, but five years ago, it's, he, 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 he or she was really a star. And you come a day and uh, you say, you did a real good job. But now, your job, your really good job, can be done in two minutes. And better than you. It's really, really violent. Hmm? It's really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, in this case, it's really difficult because I, 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 I speak about 100% of a job. But imagine that it's just 25 or 20 or 25% of a job as you can, you can read a lot of articles about ChatGPT, uh, can take uh, in average 18% of a job. Okay, okay. But 18% of a job, it's really big. Yeah. It's massive. It's yeah. massive. So Particularly if, you if want, that 18% is very influential, you know, in your 80-20. Exactly. 80, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, it's uh, underestimate this 18, yeah. 18%. Yeah. Uh, but it just means that um, if you don't have to do this 20% of your job, what I have to do? Uh, it means that uh, ooh, I am in a difficult situation. I have to change, but I change for what? What, what can I do? And if they don't have an answer to this question, and it's the role of a company, it's the role of a manager to identify the answer to these questions. To, this question is totally normal. But if the manager... But I'm waiting. Um, yeah. Doesn't have an answer to this question today. And it's exactly the same thing for a CEO or for a human resource chief. It's exactly the same thing. They, they don't have answer to this question. No. One of the, just very briefly, I think one of the things that's going to happen is that the answers to these questions are not necessarily going to come from the top, from the managers and the CEOs. They're going to come from individuals who, through actions, build new ways of working and ways of doing things and, and you know, find what to do with, you know, what to do about those 20 or 30 or 40 percent at an individual yeah. scale and sort of lead, the, lead by example, probably. I think Eric, it's even worse. I, yeah. I, I think that Eric, you are a fan of Darwin, no? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also because I'm, uh, uh, I do some um, development work, so coding, and uh, it's one of the the places where um, uh, large language model AIs are having the biggest impact short term. So there's lots of discussions that I've been looking at of people right. sort of, you know already revolutionizing the way things are done at, a, at yeah. a very small scale, much more so than the big companies are. It's happening uh, right now. Yeah, but I, um, I disagree with, uh, with you on this point, because for me, it's, not, it's, a, it's a question of an, uh, an individual question, of course. But just, just to, to, to think that the answer can be done individually, for me, it's uh, just a dream. It's no, not, no, 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 no. It, the ideas will come at that scale, but the implementation will be at a larger scale and it will involve different yes, mindsets. Yes, because uh, a lot of countries, a lot, a lot of firms, it's really vertical. Uh, so it means that um, during uh, now for a long time, everybody 
um, it, it's usual for everybody to wait a decision to, to have the, the North Star. Uh, and um, it, it, you, you can't just change that in one second. It's, it's totally impossible. Mm. Totally impossible. So yeah, it's normal that you have uh, 20% of the people that they are able to uh, to change by ourselves, do the, do, do, mm -hmm. do the job for that, discover, try, and, and so on, so on, so on. Okay, it's okay. But for 80% of uh, people, it's totally impossible to, to think about that. So you, you have also to, as a, as, um, uh, a country, as a, for humanity, uh, not just for a country, you, you, you have to, to think um, globally and try to identify some ways some good ways for everybody. It's my point of view. I think it's a good point of view. I think it's. Um, I think the this this ability to change what what uh, Deloitte and others call change agility is something that's missing in action. I think that we see some big corporations that start to put soft skills on the training agenda, but the way that they actually put it on shows that they misunderstand it. I think there's going to be, to quote the Darwin thing, I think there's going to be some evolution taking place in terms of the education requirements for people surviving companies. I think they're going, it's almost like hierarchical military organizations that have to pass orders up and down, uh, hierarchically versus specialized uh, elite units moving in teams and communicating and using technology. Technology is the center of 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 the change right it is both the enabler and it is the result of what you're creating it allows you to move but it also creates results as well in terms of of what you're doing listen stefan we're now uh reaching the end i want to say thank you very much for for coming on this will not be your last podcast uh, with us i'd like to choose some other subjects also for um, our French colleagues and friends out there. Stefan will be doing a, a French one, which you probably feel much more comfortable in. Thank you very much for being very courageous and adventurous to, to do this in, in, in English with us. So I'd like to say goodbye from uh, Eric, from Stefan, from myself. And if you guys really like uh, what we're doing, then please press uh, the like button, the like button, and please press subscribe as well. Thank you very much. See you on the next one. Bye. See you on Bye. the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ciao.